This is Badass Billy Gunn, 11-time WWE Tag Team Champion, Intercontinental Champion, Hardcore Champion, and you're listening to IcoPod. You gotta hear this. And if you're not listening to this, I got two words for you. Suck it. back with episode 155 of Icopod. I am Bob Collin Jr. With me as always is Austin Skinner and Dallas Gridley. These two bozos have some kind of dolls with them on their screens here on okay. Skype. Oh, okay, I'm done with that but, shit now. Dolls? Yeah, dolls. Yeah, alright. I can't see what Austin's doing because his stream is... Yeah. I saw, I saw who it was. It's not working. Dallas, is that the fucking $50 one? Uh, no, it is not. Oh. Nope, he, he is squishy, and if you look, he is funny color underneath, and then he has a hard head, though. Oh. And if you're wondering what I'm holding, it is, it's Baby Yoda. They sell one that's, like, animatronic for, like, 50 bucks, and it walks around. No, that's too much. This I like because it's, um, and the, first off, it was a gift. Um, and also, I just like it because it, it looks really realistic. Like, this is a pretty good one, and he's, like, He's cute. You can just hold him right here. Do you sleep with that in bed? No, he's hard. his head is hard. I'd poke my eye out. He sits in the okay, living room. Your girlfriend's head is hard. Do you sleep with her in the same bed? Barely. I take up the whole thing. Oh. Have you been gaining weight again? Or is that... What okay, is that reference to? He start, we're, we're, what, not even five minutes in? We're <laughs> <laughs> starting. <laughs> So there you go. So okay, he's starting again. <laughs> Listen, I was gonna wait a little while. I was gonna let us dive into the episode, but if Bob wants to start th- throwing bows now, let's throw the bows. So listen, listen I got- Bob's just mad because this dude was obligated to buy a ten thousand dollar bed because he's the size of Chewbacca. <laughs> Number one, it was sixty five hundred, and he's like, wait, could. I need the, I need the attachment so it fucking moves. Can yeah, I so it goes up. I need the fuck off while I watch TV. <laughs> yeah. I actually okay. bet it is pretty handy for that, so I'll give you credit there. It was a great investment. Uh, I'm really great, glad that you uh, that you paid $10,000 for your bed. That <laughs> 6500 My bed was maybe a, a, like eleven or 1200 and it's really great. <laughs> Yeah, and, but when but wait, when are you gonna when are you gonna have to get another one? Wait, I'm not. Uh, but it's also it doesn't move. My bed doesn't move. Yeah, it <laughs> you sucks. You need your bed to move unless you also have life alert. <laughs> that sucks, man. So My, that's unfortunate. I was gonna say, well, but to be fair, to be fair, Bob, I feel like does have trouble getting out of bed because he's always very tired. So like when his alarm goes off, he probably needs to have it set so it just starts lifting him up. He sits up like the so, Undertaker. You guys, you guys, you guys are bullying me right now. But what's going to oh. happen? 
what's oh. going to happen here, right, is you know you're saying how I'm always tired, and you even mentioned that I, I, you, I seem like I might be getting sick, and I probably am. So when I'm dead in the next 21 days, um, we're going to look back on this podcast, and you guys are going to feel like fucking dirtbags. Well, maybe, but then I'll be like, you know what? We were friends, and you know what, Bobby? I think that Dallas. I don't think we are friends. I think you're just a side piece to the friendship that I have with Austin. Okay, that's weird. He's definitely horning in on the action. What? Uh, yeah. Listen, Bob. Does your bed go up one side at a time? No, it's it's the whole thing. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, he got the ten pl- grand for that. I know you got the pussy bed, Dallas. You're you're the China <laughs> in this Degeneration X. I'll take that. Yeah. You Wait, like who a, am I then? You you look like a butch lesbian. So let's get into the regular Icopod <laughs> shenanigans here. <laughs> you Did Dallas go on mute? <laughs> <laughs> he pressed the mute button. I fucking quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. No, it's all love here on Icopod. I love you all. Equally, mm. depending on the day. Uh, there's not a whole lot of observer notes to uh, kick off this week's episode. In case you're wondering, we're probably going to be doing uh, double recordings moving forward. So the second episode probably won't have a whole lot of uh, notes and banter to start off because we've usually talked quite a bit the first time around. But here we go. Some observe, uh, what, Four pieces of news here. According to the WCW hotline, Barbarian and Warlord are coming into WCW as a tag team. Yes. Dallas yes. doesn't even know who those people are. He what? started watching wrestling in 2006, so there's no but way he would know. Not, that's not true. <laughs> there's no way. He, My favorite match is not CM Punk the, and John. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> CM Punk okay. and John Morrison. He's started the champions. Yeah. Okay, so knock your shit off. That's uh, a great match. I'm it's sick great, of this shit. So the couple, who else is coming news. in? What's the other fucking news? Tell me, tell me who Warlord is first, Dallas. It's Warlord. Yeah, who is he? I don't know his other name. Yeah, what does he look like? Uh, Warlord. Yeah, you don't know who the fuck he is. I know who he is. No, all right, sure you do. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to Google it to make sure I definitely know who, who he is. All right, very quick. Who's Barbarian? Uh, Barbarian is freaking... Uh, What's his name? I do know. I know who he is too. I know who Warlord is too. Get the fuck out of here. Who, who's Barbarian? I don't know his other name. I know him as Barbarian. It's fucking Sioni, you son of a bitch. We just saw him like three months ago. Oh yeah, see, I knew that. Piece of shit. Yes, uh, you know that. I fucking... like him way more than uh, as Barbarian than I do. Well, yeah. He's fucking the other head shrinker. See, yeah. I didn't. I didn't watch him as head shrinker too much, so I'm gonna pick myself a pass right there. Okay. If it's not TNA, he doesn't really know anything. I'm sure they end up in TNA as tag champions for probably six years or something. <laughs> they probably do, I would imagine. They probably beat like the Naturals on Impact and their champions from 2004 to, what, 2012? <laughs> 12. Yeah. Because there's, you know, TNA does nothing wrong. Dude, shut up, dude. I fucking hate TNA so much. I hate doing a podcast about yeah. it. Fucking yeah, nuts. Bob hates doing the hates TNA so much that he does a podcast with me. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm sure everyone who listens. Why do you to think? Stuff. Why do you think I'm always tired? 
I'm crashing for my drug abuse. That way I'm coping with the TNA show. No, Tito's, dude. Tito's. Tito's. Yeah, I think you're taking shots before we get on uh, both podcasts. Because you you go from, like, really happy to at the end, you're fucking like, yeah, um, what else you guys got? Oh, nothing, Dallas? A casket match? Oh, you fat? (laughs) Like, what the fuck? No, you know, you know what makes this great is that a fat guy is making fun of a guy who was fat and isn't fat anymore. I am currently fat, making fun of a guy who is no longer fat. <laughs> There's a level of irony there that is just hilarious to me. Well, listen, Bob's definitely better off than he was because there'd be times where this dude was drinking on air. <laughs> <laughs> so we've at least moved on since then. Well, we're in a pretty good spot then. The shows must not be too bad. He hasn't uh, resorted to drinking his way through them anymore. Not yet. Yeah. I'm trying to get back to it. Uh, the WrestleMania special that uh, I th- what was it on Fox or NBC? Mm-hmm. Something. Uh, it was on Fox. Uh, so that featured only two matches from WrestleMania: Shawn Michaels and Diesel and Bigelow against LT. What? And, yeah. So it wasn't the whole show. It was just two matches. They promoted it as the whole show. And it, yeah, well, I mean, I don't think so. I think if you look at the video package, it was really just focusing on those two matches. Oh, maybe. Uh, so it aired at 11 p.m. Eastern time on Fox, and it earned a 3.8 rating. Holy shit! Which for 11, o'clock, yeah, for 11 o'clock, that's really fucking good. Uh, and that makes it the most watched wrestling program on television this year, and it likely gives them some uh, momentum and leverage for potential uh, specials Wow! that were, were to return on another big network. So be on I was for that. not expecting you to say that. Yeah. I wasn't it. expecting to read that. Yeah. But they did a really good number. Uh, Jeff Jarrett met again with the uh, WWF in Connecticut about returning, but no agreement was reached. Apparently some people in the backstage like wrestlers and officials are kind of lukewarm to the idea because of how he and Rhodey walked out. But other people are like, it was the only time he did that. With that logic, if a, somebody kills another person, but they hadn't done it before. Well, I mean, they only did it once. So like no big deal, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm nice to know that Dallas would be a horrible juror. It's good to know. <laughs> Either way, here's the deal with Jeff Jarrett, in my opinion. You get all this promotion and all this money put behind you, weeks of vignettes, and then you're booked okay, but then you're booked like struggling against job guys, and then you're not winning matches, and then your fucking manager's outshining you, and then you start getting stale, and then you just walk out. If I'm if I'm uh, Jeff Jarrett. I'm cutting my losses, knowing that if I go back immediately, I'm just going to be shooed in right back where I was, realistically. Uh, If I'm Jeff Jarrett, I'm going back to somewhere where I'm comfortable. I'm looking at the land of Atlanta, baby. I'm going to WCW, because at least you're not already like molded into a spot there. He might be able to do something a little bit different if I'm him. You know, you know what I want him to go? I would want him to go to ECW. 
Just so that New Jack can be like, come here, country boy. <laughs> with a knife to his throat and like hit him over the head with a guitar. For six months. And then every single match, Jeff Jarrett is just bleeding profusely. Well, that's what's going to happen if he doesn't fucking no. make a decision. I want Jeff Jarrett to be New Jack's bitch. I want when New Jack comes out, Jeff Jarrett is holding his back pocket like a prison bitch. <laughs> that would be awesome. I want Jeff Jarrett to have pigtails and, and makeup on. And he's New Jack's bitch. That would be awesome. <laughs> Holy shit, I like that. <laughs> I mean, that I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be, that'd be great. Yeah, let's let's do uh, second thought. Fuck WCW. Let's go do that. Let's go be New Jack's bitch and easy. Yeah, that'd be great. What could go wrong? Uh, speaking of uh, being people's bitches here, Tatanka, oh. he is uh, going to be back in the WWF. <laughs> Once Whoa. his situation is resolved with that bitch in the hotel in Anaheim, California. <laughs> the, alleged, the alleged assault that... Like, even Kevin Nash has said that Tatanka had nothing to do with that, but he just took the fall for it. So once that whole thing gets situated, he will be back. But until then, he's not going to be in the WWF. Can, can the Icopod Twitter tweet at Tatanka like coordinates to a hotel in Anaheim, California? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if we don't want his retweets and just like, don't anymore, say anything. Just post like a Google Maps picture, and it's like the little pin drop. Is it like a Holiday Inn in Anaheim, California? Listen, all I'm gonna say is, is I guess I guess there is three people who have access to that Twitter account. If something slips out, then I what can I do about it? <laughs> you know, if I have if I have enough Tito's, who knows what will happen. <laughs> Bob, Bob will be watching Golden Girls and Tweet in Hotel uh, coordinates. Just write, want to meet up, question mark. <laughs> no, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to Photoshop Jeff Jarrett wearing makeup and drag <laughs> next, to, next to New Jack. And I'll tag both of them in there and be like, New Jack, who's this? is this your girlfriend? And then and then I'll send him coordinates to Jeff Jarrett's house. I'll be like, yo, go get your bitch back. No, I think Dallas should fucking mock up that photo. Just post it with no context. You want to be like, here, oh, you want to hear what this is about? Listen to fucking Icopod. <laughs> I'll see if I got time to make something up. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to do it. Anyway. It, do, it uh, sounds funny, but. Yeah, but you're not going to do it because it's, it's not your joke. So why would you do it? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to a house show. Skip the news, dude. Let's go. <laughs> let's, go to, let's go to the house shows it's one uh they were in port huron michigan september 29th 2000 fans and it featured these following matches that were just totally interesting and fun Goldust defeating bob holly dean douglas defeated doink the clown what w- wwf tag team champion smoking guns defeated jacob and eli blue WWF Women's Champion Bertha Faye defeated Alundra Blaze. Razor Ramon defeated Psycho Sid by disqualification. The Undertaker defeated King Mabel. WWF Intercontinental Champion Shawn Michaels fought Davey Boy Smith to a double countout. And in the main event, WWF World Champion Diesel defeated Yokozuna to retain the title. 
All right, here's the deal. At least it's a switch up from like most of the house shows within the last month or two. So that's a plus. Card wasn't terrible. A lot of questionable appearances on that card, though, for sure. Um, I am going to say that I'm going, but n- I'm leaving early, skipping the main event to beat the traffic. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to say I'd go to it. And honestly, that main event, what are they going to do? The same thing as he did when he fought Waylon Mercy last week. On last week's show, where he fucking big boots him a couple times, throw a couple forearms, and then goes, Aah! and like that's gonna be it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm not gonna go. Oh. <laughs> Bob's got to get back to his ten thousand dollar bet. He doesn't have time <laughs> for the wrestling. Well, no, because like knowing my luck, I'll probably be seated on the end of the aisle. And <laughs> the pole in my way, and I, dude. And I usually sit next to Dallas. And since he's a little wider, I don't want to be pressed up against the side of the chair <laughs> without anywhere to go. Bob, usually when we sit next to each other, I'm halfway on your lap. That's my point. Because of you. You have flub. Not anymore. <laughs> I still like that Dallas was picked up like a child by Bob one time and given the torture rack. <laughs> Uh, multiple times a couple times in his apartment every time he sees you (laughs) yeah (laughs) well that's why there was a period of time where i was mad at dallas not for anything that he did i just i couldn't lift him up Mm. i don't think i've seen you i've kind of haven't seen you in that phase you've been busy yeah that's true so well you know it's a blessing in disguise i mean covid's really giving me more excuses to avoid seeing you oh honey it was before covid yeah, I think I was just the only reason I saw Bob more than you did, Dallas, is because I forced myself to go over there. I'd be Bob would be like, oh, I don't know. And I'd be like, no, I'm coming over. Well, no, he'd always say that was fine. So yeah, we could, we could no, here's a, this is what people it's funny you mentioned this because it, it makes no sense. I'm the type of guy that if you tell me, hey, I'm coming over. Cool. Whatever. That's fine. I prefer that. I hate making plans. Meanwhile, I don't invite myself over to people's houses because I don't want to feel like a burden or nothing. So I'm telling people, hey, invite yourself over to my house. I don't care. But then I'm not going to be like, hey, man, I'm coming over. Now, Bob is only okay with that as long as uh, you don't do what me and Austin did once, which was clean his apartment. I think he liked that. No, he was pissed at us. And we weren't doing it, by the way. Bob does not live dirty, but we were just having fun and started just picking shit up. Well, I would say I live with clutter. Yeah, and we helped you. Yeah, yeah, we kind of like put your magazines in one pile instead of why are they on the big uh, the box over here? Why why are they in the box? Because that's where I put it, Dallas. That's okay. Listen, and if I remember correctly, when you were living with your mother, your fucking bedroom was a disaster. No, it wasn't that bad. I had good pliding places. There were there were these like I remember one time I, I picked up one of your socks. Yeah, he's got it. Yeah, he's and got I banged it this. against I banged it against one of like your walls, and it sounded like a brick. Okay. And I was like, "What the hell are you doing with the sock? That it is that firm." I don't really think that would have happened. But... There was a time in Dallas's life where, if you know, you lost something. It's probably gone. That was uh, it's childhood. in the papers somewhere. There's like piles of papers. It's like it's in there somewhere. Piles <laughs> of papers, and we don't know where it is. 
So um, yeah, yes, there was a time. But that was not any time when Bob knew me. Bob was probably just breaking into his 20s during that time. Well, no, it was early on when we first met Bob. It's it, put no, it this way. It's no, two it houses ago. It's two houses ago. No, I remember it's the classic. time. It's the classic. I, I remember when Jeremy put his his iPod down and then Dallas stole it for about four weeks. And then uh, around, you prick. <laughs> there was mass hysteria about what happened. Yeah, what a that's a story for a different time. What a cluster. Yeah. Uh well, you know, speaking of another time, we should start an ROA retrospective podcast. Mm. I don't know what that is, so keep going. Yeah. ROH, Ring of Honor? Yeah, they're not that great anymore. No, Ring of Action. Ring of Honor's not that great anymore. I'm gonna do that. I'm making my own fucking podcast about ROA and expect that on the ICO pod feed here in twenty twenty three. Hey, remember when Bob didn't hang shit on his walls? Yes. Yeah. That was weird. Remember when you looked like Axel Rotten and you yeah. lived in denial about it? No, yeah, I definitely you did. You son of a bitch. I even got nicknamed. Remember that one time when you broke your ankle and then every time you ever had pain in your ankle, you told us about it and then you're like, I think I broke it again? No, I don't remember that. <laughs> I think I broke it again. I'm just shit. I'm just making shit up in this way. I do remember, though, like shortly after I broke my ankle. See, here it is. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Piece of shit Jeremy was shooting a fucking promo with me one day and was really stepping hard as fuck on my ankle. Yeah, he was stepping. I remember. Like, shit, man. That shit ain't even healed up all the way. Didn't he hit it with the crutch? Well, I think he was pinning me down with the crutch, which was fine, because it's like a gimmick. But he was literally standing on my ankle. And like, yeah, that shit hurt. Sounds Sounds like you're being pretty dramatic. Listen, dude. At least I'm not fucking Joe Sweet. Who got hit with a fucking cake tray. And went and cried in the house and didn't come out the rest of the day. We're going we're going deep on this episode. And Screech will fucking love that story because I know he's listening, buddy. No, Screech actually told me he's not listening anymore. Probably not. Is I that... wouldn't blame him. I wouldn't either when we start talking about shit the inside baseball shit that no one knows. <laughs> he's not he told me he's not doing it. Yeah, he did text me recently about Echopod, and he was like, that Bob guy, he's a prick. And you know what else? He's got shit opinions on wrestling. <laughs> he really said that to you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah do you I heard the, him. You want to see the text? <laughs> I heard him. I was on the phone three-way call. Yeah, we call. I called him with Austin. We FaceTimed. He was like, that guy, Bob, he's got shit opinions. Wow. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, I asked Bob where I can get ECW. And then he was like, you know, Chris Storm, he's, he knows way more about No, that. you know, I think Screech okay. one time was like, Bob, where can I watch ECW on TNN or something? And I was like, Screech, do you have the WWE Network? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, well, on the <laughs> WWE Network then. And he's like, wait, really? And I said, yeah. <laughs> you just go to ECW and it's there. Leave the guy alone. This I, is a Screech, good guy. I know, but it's, it's just funny that he... he he literally sent me something where he could have got it for he could have got something for like sixty dollars. For oh, I think it was like the complete run. Yeah, it was. CNN. He told me about it. 
for like 80 bucks or something like that. And I was like, why would you do that? It's on the network. Well, if that's all he wants to watch, you might as well just buy that. And then you never have to pay for the network. Yeah, but like don't do that. Yeah, definitely don't don't buy DVDs. If you have any uh, TNA DVDs, though, DM <laughs> us. I'll buy them. Yeah, don't uh, illegally buy bootleg DVDs. I don't want bootlegs. I want not, real be, shit. Not, not because they're illegal, but rather because they're addictive. I have about four or five fucking things full of just random DVDs that probably no, at no, no point in my life will I be able to watch them. That's fair. No, it's not fair. It sucks. It sounds like we might have to talk then. I'm not giving them to you, Dallas. You can go fuck off. So well, I don't think Bob owns anything that I'd want, to be honest. Really? He, he knows what I want. You don't think I own anything that you would want? I, I can't think of anything that off the top of my head that I'd be like, oh, I want that from you. All right. Well, I'm going to change my will. Oh! I'm changing my will. <laughs> and fuck oh. off to you. <laughs> bitch. You're not getting you're not getting worldwide 1991 anymore, motherfucker. You're cut <laughs> off. <laughs> worldwide 1991. Cut the off. The best part is he's probably not kidding. I am probably in his will as the person to get all his fucking DVD shit. I'd be very that? I'd be very sad. Yeah, you know what? I would. I would send all my shit to Austin, and then Dallas, you'd get a letter, and it would just be a middle finger. And, and he would. I would outline it. He'd be like, listen, these are all the ones Dallas wants, but make sure he does not get them. <laughs> do, do not give it to him. Don't do it. Oh, shit. No, you know what? I'll give you back your broken Hulk Hogan figure. You don't, you took that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't think you took, why, did you super glue his arm on? No, this is broken glue. Dude, what? Super glue it. <laughs> it's broken. I don't like Hulk Hogan. I should, I should just get rid of it. Yeah, you wouldn't meet him for five fucking dollars. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, all right, um, well, let's get let's get into October 2nd, 1995, Raw and Nitros. Is that it for news and house shows? Yeah, that's it. There's nothing else. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to watch Nitro, remember, I go at no. the 10th second mark. And then uh, Nitro I, or uh, Raw, I start at zeros. So when Raw gets to 10 seconds, I hit play on Nitro. Because it's just easier for me. Hey, so and really count- quickly. Yeah. Really quickly. Oh, boy. If you haven't already, which if you haven't already, fucking log off and delete our podcast, please. But if you haven't already, share us around. Yeah. We're worth the listen. The last 20 minutes, you had no idea what we were talking about. But guess That's what? Cool. You haven't turned the podcast off yet, and that's important. So if you haven't already, share us around, like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter, spread the word of IcoPod <laughs> coast to coast. Well, you know, I, I want to point out, too, uh, around the new year, I saw that Johnny B. Smith had commented that, you know, we kept him sane thus far through like lockdown and stuff like that. And that's really alarming because I feel like we're not very sane people farthest from it. Yeah. So I don't know how we're keeping other people sane when we're not sane. but that's the difference. Well, I'm concerned about that. I don't know how that's working out. Yeah. 
But maybe I shouldn't be asking any questions. I probably should. I don't need to know maybe what's going on over there in England. I don't know. Well, they're going into like their 15th lockdown. So these those people are probably snapping. No, for sure. If Johnny B. Smith is still listening to Igopod, he's definitely off the fucking deep end. Um, but don't, you know, take his example. Do you think that granted. his, do you think him saying, Hey, you know, I listen to the podcast when I do gardening is really him just burying bodies in his backyard. Yeah. Specifically people who aren't listening to Icopod. So if that's you, you better get your shit together. Well, interestingly, interestingly enough, that's not going to be a lot of people because let me tell you, we have about 50 million downloads a week. Yeah. No, I know, and we're being a little greedy by plugging it, but, you know, what can you do? We're just throwing things, and, you know, I want to thank Geico for sponsoring this podcast. Right. Yeah, so, they pitch in at least four hundred grand a week. Yeah, so just thanks for, you know, if you want to lower your insurance, Geico. What do, yeah, what do they say, like, you save ten bucks if you... If you get Geico, it's no, it's like it's like Geico. We have the meats. I think right. <laughs> That's right. their slogan. I think the meats. So, yeah. All right. Uh, here we go. I'm gonna come down from five, and then we're gonna start watching Raw and Nitro after the absolute ridiculousness that we just talked about. So here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Play. Buffer. 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 I still have unanswered questions why Dallas gave Bob a broken Hulk Hogan figure. Um, so I will tell you that as soon as I start Nitro. Um, so, oh, we're just getting last week. So basically, um, I was parting ways with a large, large bucket of wrestlers. Um, because they're my childhood toys that you and I yeah. have played with many times. And, uh... You know, when you live with someone else and they're sitting in the living room because you don't have any storage for them, you, you kind of got to do something with that. So I, I know Bob collects figures, um, at, at least a little bit. So I was like, Bob, would you like to look through the bucket of figures instead of paying $100 down at the comic shop for one? And uh, so he came over and he looked through them and he was making fun of the fact that the Hulk Hogan didn't have an arm. I said, well, you just glue it back on. <laughs> <laughs> Because it yeah, was okay. Austin, as you as you remember, late in our our days there, is we're getting a recap of the WrestleMania 11 special for some fucking reason. As Razor Ramon makes his entrance, uh, I got a uh, Hulk Hogan with like a red NWO shirt. It was a really weird Hulk Hogan, mm. and uh, his arm somehow snapped off. Oh shit! Well, so there's that. Better off to Bob then than you. Well, that's fine. You know, I I I, uh, I had to cut those out of my life to collect other figures, so I've just I've just stepped up my game a bit. Right. Yeah, this is the guy that collects three of the same AEW figures. Uh, that's not true. I only have uh, series one mock and out of package, so technically two. Right. Uh, we're getting a recap here of. But it's still greedy. Some of the weekly goings ons between uh, Razor and One Two Three Kid as Razor makes his entrance on Raw. All right, are you behind? Because I have Jerry Lawler and Vince McMahon. I'm, I just crossed the two minute mark. Yeah, that's around. I'm at two oh four right now. Yep. No, I'm about three seconds behind then. Okay. Yes. Just wanted to confirm as we're seeing in your house highlights from two Sundays ago. This is yeah. an interesting approach to your television. 
Well, it's just a very cold <laughs> way to open the show. Well, to be fair, though, uh, Nitro appears to be doing the same fucking thing. Yes, they are. Nitro is also showing shit from last week. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, Although in the beginning of Nitro uh, this week, uh, Eric Bischoff goes, you never know what's going to happen. And then immediately as he says that, Ric Flair yells from behind him and grabs his headset and just yells about Arn Anderson. So it was a very much like, <laughs> OK, I guess I guess I didn't expect that to happen. Even though you, <laughs> just said, you didn't even know that was going to happen. Oh, great. One, two, three, kid again. Two Sundays ago, count of the fall. But he's not a fucking referee. And then he's like, yeah, what a, what is going on? I'm going to wrestle again, and I might rip my asshole. I don't know. You'll find out soon. Well, <laughs> he threw him out of the ring. <laughs> and then Dean Douglas is like, you get an F as in, I'm going to fuck you. Okay, there we go. I win. And, and figuratively, not literally. Here we go. Well, He's wrestled quite a bit lately. It's smoky as fuck in the arena. You could barely see anything. Yeah, there's damn fucking oh, Razor's pyro. I'm going to make a prediction right here, guys. I think this episode of Raw, as it was last week, I think this is going to be a pretty decent episode. I think the ones after this are going to be real rough. Because as Bob mentioned uh, last week, uh, they're all taped until after In Your House 4. Yeah, but they might have a better idea of how to keep their programming strong. I mean, that's <clears> now pretty they know what thinking. Doing. Well, you know, sorry for being optimistic, okay? Yeah, yeah, since when is Bob optimistic? Oh, one, two, three, kicking. Uh, when he thought fucking... <laughs> when he thought What's-His-Nuts was going to go on a rampage after a decent showing at the fucking Royal Rumble. What's his name? Bob Acklin. Yeah, fucking Bob Backlund. That was pretty wishful thinking. And so we're already mid-action here on Raw, and we haven't even had someone enter in the arena yet on Nitro, which is pretty interesting. And this action's been nonstop. Razor and Kid are working pretty quick here. Oh, but look at what we're starting with on Nitro is Lex Luger's coming out. So Lex Luger and Randy Savage are opening the show. That's pretty oh, big. So they're both opening with like featured matches here. Yeah. And I want to point out that Luger was doing the booby dance, so he's automatically getting at least 10 million viewers. Oh, yeah. Luger's looking <laughs> real good. He's, he's got his Hogan tan on. Well, and don't forget, he's probably pumped up a little bit since the last time we saw him. On, oh, uh, he is. He well, certainly yeah. is. WWF. Dean Douglas is watching this match also on uh, Raw on the aisle. He's kind of like us. Who is? Well, Dean Douglas, because he's watching the fucking match. I look better than Dean Douglas. Well, that's not hard. Cause... Realistically, if, if Dallas were to shave his beard, he's Dean Douglas right now. I can't even argue that, I guess. But... Yeah. Hmm. Uh... I don't know. I used to have circle glasses like that when I was a child, so. That's true. He looked like the little kid from uh, Stuart yeah, Little. Stuart Little, yeah. Yeah, I've seen the pictures. Uh, one, two, three kid hitting his quick little leg drops here. Yeah, your picture's on Facebook. I don't have pictures of me as a child on Facebook. Yeah, you do. Okay. Oh, like how, uh, I oh. did. I posted one. Oh. Uh. Maybe that's the one you're referencing. Oh, Razor Ramon is pinned one, two, three, get after a clothesline. 
Yeah, but it was a good clothesline, and I don't know why that was the finish, though. I didn't expect that to be the finish. Somebody well, got hurt. Something happened. Well, that being said, if you want to flip over the channel, Luger and Savage is, like, about to start, so this is a great time to end this 1-2-3 kid and Razor Ramon match. Well, 1-2-3 oh. gets back up and slapping Razor, so we're the, seemingly they're going... A, they're fighting again. Yeah, we're going into more of a match here. I don't get why that happened. So he, all right, so he avoided the spin kick and hit a Wait. clothesline and won the match. That's so weird. Wait, did they restart the match? Yeah, this is a, this is another match. One, oh. two, three, kid like attacked him and said, "I want you. I want to fight you again." Oh, okay. Oh. One, two, three, kid thrown out of the corner on a hip toss, basically landed in the other corner. This is weird. I don't like this. This isn't going to do one, two, three, could any favors. Well, and now that it's like, why even do the pin and finish when it was literally seconds before you started the next match and was like, no, okay, they're fighting. Again. I, I don't like how he's like bullying him. And one, two, three kids like kind of crying. <laughs> oh, yeah, the fans are like clapping like, fuck. Yeah. 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 I don't know. This is weird. No, they're going to go to commercial here. And we're back. The fans are into it. Oh, he powerbomb. Oh, he pinned him during the commercial break? What's this? Friggin' three out of five falls? <laughs> what is going on with this? He's already beaten him twice. Razor avoids the uh, pin there. Meanwhile, on Nitro, I think they've been stalling for the better part of eight and a half minutes mm. for this Luger Savage match. That's that's the funniest fuck. <clears throat> this is so weird. I don't get the booking here. What is the idea? Oh, they're trying to kill one, two, three kid. That's what they're trying to do. It looks like huge back body drop off the top by Razor. Well, uh, he's done. Back suplex. Back suplex. Well, he's single for the Razor's edge, but I don't think he's going to do it. He's just going to put his foot on him and pin him. Oh, yeah, he's pulling them up, so maybe he will do it. Mm, I think we're going to see like. Douglas run down, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, but that's fine. But Razor's already got two pinfall victories, so what does it really matter? Oh, well, nothing. I mean, one, two, three kid's dead at this point. You might as well just do it once more. Why not? <laughs> just pin him with an inside cradle. He just beat him three times. The crowd's <laughs> losing steam quickly. I think they wanted to see the Razor's edge, and they didn't get it. The sound of the crowd sounds very, very piped in. Like, it's very, like, ah! And, like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. There's probably a good chance that it is. It used to be bad. I remember me and Bob watched a couple episodes where it was blatantly obvious because they were doing huge crowd reactions and everybody was sitting on their fucking hands. Yeah. Visually. Well, he's pie-facing one, two, three, kid. He's asking, is it over now? Is this a heel turn right here or what? 
No, I think he's trying to talk sense into one, two, three, kid. But is he it raises... worth... If this is going to be a fourth match, I swear to fucking God. One, two, oh. three, kids. Like, hey, man, sorry. I tried to get a pin on you. Buffering. Let's see if I skip ahead a little bit. What happens? No, nope. I got to refresh the page. Awesome. Hmm. Ramon's asking, like, what can I do? This is my guy. He's just a silly one, two, three kid. Look, he's like, I'm doing the razor taunt. Here you go. Just do it. Well, he's he's pretty much saying, hey, if you want to do the razor's that, just do it. I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of some silly shit here, I feel like. Like, this is going... Like, why did they just have four matches? Well, they had three. Well, they almost started a fourth. The ref's still in the ring. How about a time check here, guys? Uh, 11 minutes and 25 seconds. And look, they're leaving together as friends. 11.30. Oh, yeah, we're not on a... We don't have a green screen this week for... McMahon and Waller. Good. Uh, that was really dumb. Yeah, I don't, I don't get the booking for that. Championship what match. That, what does that do for one, two, three, kid? Nothing. What does that even do for Razor? Mm, nothing. We're getting our recap of the in-your-house matches we just found out last week. Shawn Michaels and the Dean. The Intercontinental Championship match, uh, British Bulldog. Do they, they fire Todd? Is Todd fired? I'm getting yeah. a little worried. Why is this not a casket match? Just saying. I like how it's want, like the Canadian background. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. Goldust is debuting against Marty Jannetty. And here comes Barry Horowitz. Oh, hell yeah to that. Oh, boy. Oh, that's right. Barry, Barry Horowitz won a match at SummerSlam against Skip. With that inside Skip. cradle. Skipper, Skipper Do. Who is he going to be fighting here tonight? You like his uh, his beef ramen noodles on the back of his head? Yeah. I like how that's all that's moving, nothing else. Oh, yeah. Skip. Footage from last week as Mabel hit a belly-to-belly suplex on Undertaker. And then Bulldog did a running power slam. Look at that devastation. And then a leg drop. I like the British Bulldog. I don't. I'm just kidding. I do. I like this version of Bulldog. I'm getting a recap here. Hunter Hearst Helmsley against Barry Horowitz. Well, it was a fun ride while Barry had one, wasn't it? I think he's going to pull it off. Get the fuck out of here. Fat (laughs) chance. Here comes Hunter Hussamsley, basically doing a Lord Stephen Regal ripoff here. Hey, Simpson vote line is OJ guilty. 50 cents per call. You can vote. All all proceeds benefit the National Exchange Club Foundation for the Prevention of Child Abuse. What is this? (laughs) Is he guilty or not? Let us know. He didn't do it. 
Um, this the OJ uh, trial thing is also mentioned on Nitro. Is this guy Rick Martel too? This guy has a little perfume. What the hell? Oh my god, the OJ trial. <clears throat> Look at him trying to make money off of this shit. Well, they bo- they're donating yeah. money. I oh, the glove don't... don't fit. You must acquit. Yeah, fifty per fifty cents per call. They don't mention that the call is probably two ninety nine. Yeah, don't worry about it. Well, here we go. Here, that's right. The feet and Brett. I keep on forgetting about that. We haven't seen a lot of Hunter Hearst Helmsley, so we haven't. Yeah, you're right. See how this goes here. At least Barry will bump around and he'll work with him. Barry's pissed off. You don't hit me in the mouth. Oh, Luger is going to. Oh, well, Luger just beat Randy Savage with a torture rack. Hmm. Interesting. The crowd really didn't, doesn't seem to care about that. How weird is it that in 2021, thinking of Gold Dust and Marty Jannetty, Marty Jannetty's the one that's more fucked up. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's a sad thought. Yeah, you know, think about that. We're getting some amateur uh, mat wrestling here, which is not what I was expecting from this Hunter Hearst Helmsley match. Well, Barry Horowitz is an accomplished uh, amateur wrestler. He's a blue chipper. There's no doubt about that. Hunter Back keeps, off. Yeah, he keeps begging off into the corners and into the ropes. He just punched Barry in the gut, and Barry's just like, ouch! Ow! Uppercuts here. Look at this. Very very regal-esque. I'm telling you. He watched some regal tapes, man. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, he teamed with regal for a month in WCW, and then he completely took his gimmick. Right. Got some pointers while he was there. Yeah. There's a knee drop. I like how Hunter Hearst Helmsley throws his whole body into shit. Like that knee, and then he like clumsily fell down just because he put everything into that one knee. (laughs) Oh, vertical suplex. Delayed vertical. Bam, down the neck. I definitely feel like this match has delayed our program here. Yeah, it's going pretty slow. Pretty bored. Yeah, meanwhile, on Nitro, you got Disco Inferno dancing. Oh, I guess I'm not missing anything on the other channel, then. Yeah, I'd be switching back. Yeah, you switch back, but then just give it a couple minutes over there on Nitro. It starts to pick up pretty quick. Barry's fighting back here with some fists. Forearms. Oh, it's Eddie Guerrero. See, oh, I thought Barry was going to be him. Damn it. Is Eddie Guerrero in white and red or black and red? White and red. Okay, then I'd like it. This is a... I think this is Eddie's Nitro debut. 
Yes, he, I don't think he's been on yet. Hunter choking Barry with uh, his shin. Much protest from the referee there. I'm surprised this has gone on for so long. Yeah, it's too long. It's too long. Boom. Elbow by Hunter Hearst Almsley. When does he go by Triple H? Is that not till late 97? Yeah. yeah. 98. Definitely Dean by 98. Dean Malenka wearing pink. The fuck? That's weird. Backslide here by Barry. Can he do it? One, two, no. Ugh. Bob's yawning here. I'm exhausted. Big clothesline from Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Come on. Seem get on a roll here. No, what is this? Eddie Guerrero fought Jushin Leger on main event last night. I'm assuming he beat him. Brainbuster, and then he hit a frog switch off the top rope. Just casually, yeah, that match happened. Yeah. On a show that nobody even cares about. Not main event. Yeah. Nobody's watching main event. Uh, elbow there from Barry Horowitz out of the corner. There's really nothing to talk about as far as Raw goes right now. I thought he was off to win on a Fez press. Why not, man? Oh, another cradle. One, two, oh. Barry Horowitz, the he is the ultimate underdog. He's gonna win. Everyone's cheering for. Oh shit! Never mind. See, Dallas is a piece of shit. He's trying to hype up Barry Horowitz. He's gonna win, and then boom, he pedigreed him. Unbelievable. Way to jinx him. Well, Dean Malenko and Eddie Guerrero just locked up, so I'm flipping back. Where's our time check at, guys? Uh, 20 minutes and 33 seconds. Perfect. So we are coming up closely on the halfway mark. We've gotten two matches. Uh, one that kind of dragged on a little bit longer than I would have liked. Still to come, Brett and uh, Lafitte go one-on-one. Got Milk is the sponsor here. Who is Got Milk? Which one is that? It's just milk. Yeah, uh, repeat, this is PG thirteen coming out here on Ron. They're coming out what? to man. On, they're coming out to man on mission music. Whoa. Okay. PG thirteen. Okay. Yeah. And they These are the USWA tag team champions, as McMahon just noted on commentary. Yeah. Why? Why are they coming out to men on a mission music though? They couldn't give them anything else. Well. And when I say Mount Emission music, I mean it's their babyface music, not their current music. Right. That's really weird. Interesting. I wasn't JC Eisen and Wolfie D. They're taking on well, I guess I'm gonna say that's uh a knockoff Shawn Michaels. And I don't know who the other guy would be. So they're calling out smoking guns in this little uh promo thing here. Yeah. Oh, they even said it. We're the USWA Tag Team Champions. Hmm. 
Yeah, they're going to walk away with their gold. Wow, it's not it's very rare for them to really acknowledge another wrestling company. Yeah, this is weird. Who are they facing here? Well, they're fighting a knockoff version of Shawn Michaels right now. From like oh, the Rockers. I recognize that guy. And I don't know who's on the apron. Wow, look at those moves. Oh yeah. Look at this. I like his little buggy whip arms he's got, this guy. Did you guys know who PG thirteen was prior to this or no? I did. I I knew I don't think I've ever really seen like a match of theirs to be honest, but like I've I mean I've heard of them and stuff. Yeah. So Dallas, you know what's really funny? Yeah. Go on. Do you know what I'm gonna say? I might. The guy in the ring right now is Slash. Yeah, so Wolfie D there ends up going to uh, TNA and is Slash and the Disciples of the New Church, which is really fucking weird. Yeah. And if you want to hear me and Bob talk about them more, come on over to the TNA Cross the Line podcast. No, don't do it. Just stay here. TNA Cross the Line, where I just lose my mind every week. That's not true. That's a little bit. I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound rude. But these guys, as you know, quick and decent as their moves are looking here, they just come off as a budget team. I would agree with that. Is it is it because the job guys are bigger than them? <laughs> yeah, it's part of that. It's part of the way they're acting. Just their antics. No, I, thing. I know what you mean, though. Because even the when they look, came out. Yeah, yeah, even the well, look. The way they're acting is very Memphis. Yes. I mean, the fact to be selling like this for an enhancement guy where you're begging off in the corner holding your bag, I mean, that's a bit much, I think. Yeah, I don't know. But just... I do I do like PG-13 in Memphis, so. No, I, I don't do know, too. I don't it's know if good... it translate well on the national stage. No, I think they're a good smaller promotion team. And big fish in a small pond type of deal. Yes. Top rope bulldog. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not into it. Not not at least here. I like that they're trying something different. No, I do too. And I like that it is a different presentation because it definitely does have a different feel to it. Well, yeah, and I, mean, I think... I think part of that, at least for me, is the fact that this is it is a it's a real tag team from a different promotion. Right. And it's and it's not like, oh, here's um here's two construction workers for you. They're called the roadblocks. And you've never heard of actually, them before. Actually, in WCW, there is a team of construction workers called Men at Work. Oh, well, you get <laughs> Chris my Canyon and Mark Starr, you son of a bitch. Oh, that was nice. Um. Yeah. No, I agree, and it's not two random single guys just slapped together. Mm-hmm. You know. I I feel like they're trying to recreate maybe the heavenly bodies here with like this invading tag team that's heels, but uh, yeah, I'm taking the heavy the heavenly bodies. Before I would. Them. I would as well. Heavenly bodies are definitely more of a star team. Yes, hey, hey, Is OJ guilty? Give yeah, how many call. times are we going to see this tonight? He's innocent. 
Jesus Christ. They must have been getting close to a verdict here or something? Yes, the verdict was read the next day, uh, which oh, I okay. only knew because they mentioned it, like I said, on Nitro. Oh, okay. Hmm. What a weird are time. Having, are they having a rematch? Diesel, Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker. Yoko, Owen, Dog. Oh, shit. That's a pretty big match. What is it, a six-man tag? Yeah, Diesel, Sean Taker against Yoko, Owen, and Bulldog. Wow. Uh, We're getting Jean-Pierre Lafitte making his way to the ring. Yeah, and over on Nitro, we have uh, Hogan and uh, Neck Brace coming down to the ring. So. I wonder where I'd be going for this one. Jean-Pierre Lafitte. Probably for the pirate, right? No, I'm going for the Hulkster, brother. Mm. Oh, God. Doc Hendricks is on commentary now. Great. He's my favorite commentator. Jean-Pierre Lafitte? Oh, who's this little fucking... The Excellence of Execution... What's the front? Oh, that's lame. That's not, yeah, it's not a good shirt. I'm a full believer, and if it's a wrestling shirt and it doesn't have a picture of the wrestler on it, I don't like it. Oh, so, see, I, I think a lot of times, though, they those get really corny. I like that they're corny. That's a wrestling shirt. Do you not like the NWO shirt? I have one. Okay, well, then I you're a fucking I didn't liar. say that. I actually don't think that the front of that Bret shirt's that bad compared to a lot of other shirts they've shown. Well, are you guys gonna get the Brody Lee shirt? I already have it ordered. <sighs> I don't really like it a lot. I wish well, I liked it more. Well, which one? Which one? Well, there's one, and it's like so they have like the eye thing. Like, I don't really like that. Well, I, I gotta wait, look no. at two CWs because I know two CW posted one recently. I gotta look at theirs. Yeah, I personally didn't like love theirs, so I did not purchase that one. Uh, I purchased the their the actual tribute shirt that all the money got donated, and I purchased his first shirt uh, when he came to AEW. Uh, just because that to me that was like that's his first one, so that's one I wanted to get. Oh yeah, yeah. I and don't the, know. I gotta look at him again. And then I did get one uh, actually on from Hot Topic, not from. Wrestling tees though, but that one I'd have to show you a picture. It's it's an eye thing, but I see I like the eyes and stuff like that. I actually really like all of his shirts. I don't know. Did you buy Dean Malenko's eye shirt or no? No, I should have. Hulk Hogan's getting beaten up from by an old lady. Well, we were just showing uh, SummerSlam '92 here a minute ago. Well, Bob, that is not just an old lady. Well, now Zodiac and Giant are coming out. Is Hogan? Who? Oh, is that Kevin Sullivan? Maybe trading blows here in the ring on Raw. Bret Hart and Lafitte starting off hot and heavy here. Fuck this match. Let's talk about Hulk Hogan about to get his neck broken again by the Giant. Oh my God, he's gonna kill him. Pierre, I don't think has showered or changed since the pay per view. It doesn't look like it. He's wearing the same weird blue attire. Yeah. Oh my god, he just did it. He just broke Hogan's neck. Brett's bumping around here pretty good for uh, Wait, feet to what's, start. What's in Taskmaster's hand? What are they doing? 
They're shaving his mustache. Hogan's getting his mustache shaved on Look, Nitro. Clean off. Yeah. Look at that. Clean off. He must be doing a movie or something. I think he is. Uh, meanwhile, Brett's getting the fists and boots to him. You know, at least he's doing it right, and he's not scalping him like James Mitchell did to Raven. <laughs> wow. Oh, he's got like a Hitler stash right now. Continue shaving that, Sullivan. Oh, my God. Pierre's look is really good. I, it makes no sense, but it's really good. I like his look, too. I st- I just I still just hate the boots. I wish we could. I get it, and it does. No, work. I hate it, the boots too. And it does work with the look. I just fucking hate them, man. Yeah, I hate those boots. I like Pierre from like the torso up. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't oh. even mind like the the velvety pants. I don't know if I like that. I don't mind it. I don't love it. Oh no, he's gonna slam oh. on the step. Brett oh. just slammed the feet on the steps. His like lower back. Yeah. Well, it... I guess I don't mind that Pierre's not one hundred percent pirate outfit. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. Fucking Halloween pirate costume. Right. Like Paul Birchall. Right. Oh yeah. Swinging in on a fucking rope. Yeah. No, they went full. Full ham on that one. Yeah, and then they went like, didn't he end up having a gimmick where he was he wanted to bang his sister or something like that? Wow. I think they, I think they were hinting at it. I can't remember exactly, but clothesline off the middle rope by Brett. Well, that was definitely a cover, and they didn't count it. That's weird. Go get him, Brett. Brett just makes matches feel bigger. Like, this is just a little rematch on Raw. Nothing special. Brett being in it and them not using Brett a lot makes it feel like a big match. Well, I I sort of think it is part of that of, like, they don't really, you don't use him a lot. It's similar to The Undertaker. I feel like when when they're like, oh, it's The Undertaker's man Raw, it's like, oh, shit, that's kind of cool. Because he's, like, never, he never really is. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it's like just a Brett thing at this time. Like, oh, Brett's on? Like, oh, shit. Maybe because he's been like the champion for two fucking years. Or at least it feels like that. Well, I mean, he hasn't really been in the main event scene this year. Yeah, I don't know. 93, 94 he was, obviously. But even in 93, they tried to shift away from him. Yeah. (laughs) This is really the second time trying to do that. Pierre slowing things down with a with a headlock here. My time check is at 3320. 21, 22, 23. So yeah, about less than 13 minutes left. Meanwhile, now on Nitro, Ric Flair's coming out. And you said he's fighting who? Arn? I believe he's fighting Arn Anderson in the main event, which is a pretty big main event. Oh, Arn's already in the ring. Arn got Nice clothesline there by Lafitte. Leveled him with that standing clothesline. I guess it's a lariat, all things yeah. considered. Double feature. My favorite thing I saw, I want to say, I forget who's, who said it on Twitter, but you run into a clothesline. A lariat runs into you. Hmm. Huh. Okay. I like that. 
diving headbutt by Lafitte off the top rope. Will that do it? One, two, no, Brett kicks out. Lafitte. Austin, how do you feel about Flair wearing yellow gear? Rick Flair in yellow? Is it the yeah. yellow and red? No, no. It's a yellow and blue. Blue knee pads. Oh, no. No, no it ain't great. Look. Absolutely not. Uh, Brett getting choked over the second rope here. Lafitte going over, and he does the little second rope. Fucking yeah, his favorite move. move. Well, the way he does it at least makes it look like it hurts. I like that wrestling, they don't do that anymore. <laughs> like, that's not a move. That's a good point, yeah. It's not. Brett powers out of the uh, two count here. Lafitte's been in control most of the match, which, of course, is typical Bret Hart style. Yeah, uh, he'll get his five moves of doom in here soon enough, I'm sure. Right. Why can't Lafitte be challenging Sean at the pay-per-view for the IC belt? Because he hasn't won a match. Well, yeah, but, like, that's something that they could have done. Yeah. Instead of fucking Dean Douglas. I'm sure, well, the show's in Canada, right? So you probably can't challenge uh, Diesel. Because <laughs> that would be a shit show. Because well, he'd have to win. Yeah. That's funny. Look what do you think Brad. the Mounties doing at this time? Ninety-five. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. It's probably training people. Mm, yeah, stealing their money. Yeah. I mean, I know that. But late ninety-six, he goes to WCW. Well, didn't Jacques help train Kevin Steen? Yes, he did. Okay. But Kevin Seen doesn't really give him credit for it. Well, no, they don't get along at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I knew that. That's interesting. Yeah. The what Mount do you what do you know, Dallas? I know that you got shit opinions on wrestling. <laughs> 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 Near fall here. Wow. Pierre has been whooping Brett's ass, man. At least I have something to add to the show, Dallas. Because I bet you, listen, before you say anything, I bet you with uh, in about 20 minutes, I'm going to be like, hey, Dallas, you got anything else to say? And yeah, you're just going to be okay. like, uh, no, I think that uh, pretty much wrapped well, what up. the fuck else do you want me to say after we just talked about the show for 40 minutes? <laughs> I don't know, man. Anything, Dallas. Watery tomato soup like I do. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll try to think of something real good to talk about right at the end there. Okay, can't wait. Oh, Lafitte misses the leg drop off the top. Come on, Brett. He's selling it like he's got a hemorrhoid here. Hemorrhoids aren't fun, right, Dallas? Uh, I've never had one, so. I'm scared of having one. I want to get everything at least once in my life. Uh, What? <laughs> yeah. Just so I can, you know, say I experienced it. We got a cameraman down here. The, the action is spilled to the floor. Do you not want to? You guys don't want to? You guys don't want to experience everything? Oh my god, he's got sent right in the ring steps. 
He's about to say the F word. He definitely was. Uh, yeah. do, do you guys not want to experience everything at least once? Not really. I don't really want to experience a hemorrhoid, no. I'm very fearful of that in my life. A hemorrhoid. Yeah, kind of like how Tony Schiavone is really fearful that if he bends over, he's going to get butt fucked. <laughs> what? They don't talk about that anymore on the show. <laughs> At any given point. Are you serious? He said it, that? It was it was a joke that was brought up very early in the podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. If you haven't listened to have, the early, early episodes, there's some really funny shit. That they still like hint at, but since he works with AEW now, they don't really talk about it anymore. Oh wow! Oof. Yeah, like, um, really. That's probably some of the last stuff that I've even heard. It's it's been, I would say, a year since I listened to an episode. Well, it's still good shit, know. but they're not talking about girls shitting on glass tables anymore. Yeah, see, that's that's what made their podcast fucking ten out of ten, though. So Ray is trying to do his little five moves of doom here. Time well, drop. They also keep cutting to Jerry Lawler as if Jerry Lawler is about to get involved, or there's still going to be a feud with him. Which I he's getting very oh. fired up. I wonder if Yankum comes out again, or Yankum uh-huh. comes out. Four him off the middle rope for a two count. Yeah, because really, what are you going to do with Doctor Isaac Yankum now? Fucking nothing. I thought maybe he'd just be a one-off. Yeah. Because what's what is a dentist really going to do? For I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think you can really do anything. Oh. Pierre catches him out of the uh, leapfrog in the corner. Rolling hey. fireman's carry. Yeah, they're definitely doing some of the Lawler. They wouldn't be cutting to him this much. No way. Yeah. That sucks. I would really hope they would get away from that. Uh, they fucking need to since it's been three years. Brett Lane right. in the strikes here. Yeah. Oh, but Pierre hits the back suplex. I keep thinking Brett's going to go on his roll and finish, but like Pierre fights back into it. They've got plenty of time. I think this match is held up. I would say it's been good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not been bad. Oh, he's gonna go for the cannonball, but Brett has gone up. Oof. Crotches him. Going go for a for... superplex. Yeah. And he hit it. Will he go for the forearm off the second rope? He already did that. He doesn't do it twice. Oh. He's gonna go for the sharpshooter though. Crowd's going nuts here. Is he about to just turn him over? Oh my god. Okay. Can you get him clean? It's gotta be it. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. All right. He got him clean at the pay-per-view too, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Same finish. Submission. I mean that was that was a five TV match. I do think their pay-per-view match was better. Yeah. I think uh, Pierre and Brett both took way more risks at the end. Yeah. Um, but, hey, for a main event on Raw, that was pretty fucking good. Yeah. I would agree with that for sure. Meanwhile, here on Nitro, Flair's got the figure four on Arn Anderson. 
not that this match with Flair and Anderson hasn't been as good as I would say Lafitte and Brett has. No, but uh, Brian Pillman out here. Yeah, look at that. Uh, splash Flair. Is that Brett? Is that a DQ or what? Brett's going down to Lawler here at ringside, cutting his uh, celebration short. Kind of waving them off, telling them to shut up. Well, Lawler's on the table. He's like, "Come on, peeling let's go. his jacket off." Yeah, showing his fat dad body. Shockingly, that's my current body type there, Dre Lawler. And that was also Dallas's body type about two and a half years ago. Um, not as hairy, but I'm not you. No, so. you're kind of hairy. No, Dallas oh. looked like an upside-down question mark. So, here's uh, Dr. Isaac Yankum. <laughs> what the fuck? Jerry Lawler's body right now in 95 is Bob's body, though, 100%. 100%. Uh, Isaac Yankum makes his appearance when uh, we did not think he was going to. No, I didn't think he was coming out at all. So... Do we, do we oh. know Brett's opponent at In Your House 4 now? Jesus, please, no. no. We don't. That's the rematch we don't want. No, I want it to be a three-on-one handicap match. Brett Hart against Isaac Ingham, Jean-Pierre Lafitte, and Jerry Lawler. Wouldn't be surprised. And if they find two more guys, it can be an elimination chamber match. Yeah, Keith and Bruce Hart. Perfect. Uh, so we're going into our wrap-up here. we got about two minutes left on air as Brett's getting carried out by two officials, which I think is a little silly after just the DDT on the outside. Just a DDT. That's a devastating move, a DDT on the floor. Not from Isaac Yankum, it's not. Yes, it is. No. You know Let's what I think? yelling about I think, I think that that's a tease for a Jake the Snake Roberts-Isaac Yankum feud. No, it's definitely a hint. Yeah. That's what I think. King's yelling about what? Getting punched or something? Probably. Okay. Uh, Six-man tag. Six tag yeah. yeah, next week we got Owen Hart, British Bulldog, Yoko, Sean, Diesel, Undertaker. Getting an interview here. The heel team. Cornette doing all the talking. Owen chiming in. Next week on Nitro, Sting against Shark. Why doesn't Yoko have his belt on? Because he can't fit around his waist. Sabu against JL. Big Bubba Rogers against Road Warrior Hawk. Uh, All on on Nitro. And they didn't show it, but they said it is uh, Arn Anderson and Ric Flair in a steel cage. We got the face team here now cutting a promo. Sean doing all the talking. Undertaker randomly standing in the background. Oh, he's talking. I don't like that. And then Sean and Diesel got to pretend they're surprised he said something. <laughs> Scraping the rotting carcasses. I hate Sean's faces that he's making. What? A... I was, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> totally invalidating Undertaker. Oh, here we yeah. go. Results: forty-nine yes, fifty-one no. Zoj. Fifty-one percent of people thought he wasn't guilty. Well, he did get acquitted, so there you go. Yeah. Getting a recap here of Lawler. Lawler doesn't think he's guilty either. Yeah. Punched over the railing. It was a weird replay to end the show there, but... Okay. 
Well, right. Brett and Lawler is obviously the money feud there, Dallas. You know, you're right. It definitely is. I can't wait to see it again. Yeah, two years ago it was the money feud. Yeah, well, you know what? Come on. Give me a break. Yeah. Um, Definitely a slight dip, I'd say, from last week. The action was a lot slower paced. I don't think the booking of the opening match was good at all. You virtually beat one, two, three kid uh, three or four times. Yeah, that was excessive. And then they just shook hands and left. Like that hurt both of them because nobody gained anything coming out of that. Yep. Uh, the Hunter Hearst Helmsley match felt like it took 20 minutes. Um, so, yeah, we haven't seen a lot of them, but maybe that's why it's a pretty slow paced match when he's in there. So I don't, I'm not really hot or cold on him yet. Uh, but I'll tell you what, the Bret Hart Pierre Lafitte was pretty good. Not as good as, you know, we talked about from the pay-per-view, but still, for the main event of Raw, definitely held up. Uh, kept my interest. Usually by the main event, I'm like yawning. Is this shit over yet? So I'm glad that wasn't the case here for this week. Um, no real standout promos or anything. I mean, we got the both teams kind of talking. Nothing really there. I am looking forward to that six-man tag, though, because I think that's the most stars we've seen in one match all year. Sure. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, so that'll be interesting to kind of see how that plays out and maybe even a precursor to our uh, Survivor Series coming up here pretty quickly. Uh, so I think all in all, I, I would say that this week served its purpose. Did it outdo last week's? I would say no. Uh, but did we fall off a cliff like we normally would after the first live Raw? Absolutely not. I don't think we did. So that was good. Yeah, I agree. It definitely was not as good as last week's episode. I just kind of wish that we like furthered anything. Because yeah. like, I think that's our problem with these. is We know we know some of the matches at In Your House, we had an opportunity to at least do something, and we didn't really. Yeah, right. we're hyping up the six-man tag match, which is I think is very uh, interesting. And I think it's I'm looking forward to seeing it. But besides that... yeah. And the fact that people in that match are fighting each other somewhat, not even any, okay, what, one of them, Bulldog and Diesel. Right. Uh, I mean, besides that, we're not really doing anything to help the In Your House 4. No, you're right. There wasn't really any advancement for anything. Um, because, I mean, what nothing's been announced for Brett, right, at the pay-per-view? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't... There wasn't anything standing out in that regard. I did like PG-13 being in there, but I don't think they fit in with WWF 95. I appreciate the attempt. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I was, so I was going to say, too, there isn't really another heel team waiting in the wings to right. have a title match against Smoking Guns. So Right. Yeah, so I think that that's definitely a positive, too, though, because now they have a yeah. different challenger that's not Owen Hart and Yokozuna. And and the guns need a good win under their belt for a defense. So if that's going to be them, I mean, I'm that's fine with me. Yeah, I, I would consider it, consider it a average episode, which for WF ninety five is good. Right. You know, there, it wasn't overly boring or anything. Yep. So I thought it was worthwhile, and I would. I think it was probably. I found myself watching Raw. More so than like looking over to see what was going on on Nitro. 
again, like yeah. I did last week. Right. So, um, I want to give an extra shout out to Pierre for his really his performance at the last in your house. If you guys haven't seen that match, it for ninety five, it might be a hidden gem. I think Pierre really wanted to prove a point with Brett, and I think that they were able to pull that off at the pay per view. Um, and you know Brett was all about it. Well, and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you get the chance, you want kind of like a little hidden gem, random, you know, with somebody you probably don't watch a lot in Pierre Lafitte. Um, and, hey, if you're a Bret Hart guy, definitely go back and watch that one. I think, uh, you know, because looking at 95, if you would have told me that I would have liked a standalone Pierre run as a pirate with an eye patch. I would have said no. But so far, it definitely, it seems like, you know, given the gimmick he has, he's he's kind of taking it serious. Maybe too serious when it comes to doing jobs on house shows. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, unsung hero of the year, I'm saying so far is Pierre. He's definitely kind of opened my eyes a little bit to to his work. So shout out to that. And if you haven't seen that match, go and watch it. Well, and I think with what it proves too, is like, he's still around. He's still right. on TV mm-hmm. and he's still like doing stuff because Relevant. A, lot of, a lot of these like random gimmicks they bring in, well, they last a couple weeks here and there, but then they die out. And then right. that's kind of it. Whereas he's not, that's kind of, he's, he's still around. So I think that's, I think that, uh, that proves it. There, that it's working a little, yeah. And I think what it is, it's just he's surprisingly consistent. You don't expect like the lower level tag team guy because obviously, like Jacques, the Mountie is like the star of the team. Mm -hmm. You don't expect like Pierre to be consistently good, and really, compared to Jacques, especially, he is. So it's just funny to me, like to kind of, I guess, maybe appreciate his work more than I ever would have through Icopod. So, and like Dallas said, he's still around today. I mean, he's still he was just champion not that long ago for ROH, doing shit that he should not be doing at his age, and getting away with it. Yeah, um, I I want to point out too that we haven't there wasn't a uh, Goldust vignette now for two weeks in a row. Oh wow. I think that's good, though. I do, too. I don't think you should be having it every single week like that. Oh, I agree, but that is an interesting point. Yeah. Well, and don't forget, too, the last vignettes we've seen were were rather lengthy for a vignette. Yeah. Um, so much so that they probably could have split them up if they really wanted to. But I think that's a good point, and I think it's only going to help Goldust kind of, I don't know, emerge on the pay-per-view, it's like, oh, yeah, this is the guy, and this is what he looks like, and this is what he sounds like. I think it'll help. I'm curious to see how the live crowd reacts to him. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know if it's going to be like, hey, let's mock Marty this might want to fuck guy. Him. Yeah, right. Marty Jenny might be like, oh, who's this broad? And then it's gold dust. Marty might be like, hey, I've had uglier. <laughs> Jesus. That's so, true. I've had know. Bertha Faye. I mean, I can have. I'll take Goldust too. Why not? 
for sure. Right. Uh, All right. Well, next week's episode is uh, October 9th. Raw and uh, Nitro's as well. And then, so the 9th and then what? 16, so we're three weeks away from... No, two weeks away from uh, In Your House. Yeah. Because that's on the 23rd. Halloween Havoc is on October 29th. So, um, closing off the month with back-to-back weeks of pay-per-views. And I would just like to point out... Yeah. When I mentioned a couple weeks ago how time flies after SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. Here we are, guys, going into mid-October. What I fucking tell you. I know. We'll we'll be at Royal Rumble before we even know it. 100% correct. I'm I'm ready to get there. I'm ready for fucking Ahmed Johnson to show up. So hopefully that happens. Dude, soon. Tony Norris, where is he? That's appointment viewing. A big dog. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of... there's. I, I know for sure going into 96, there's a shit ton of people that come in from WCW. There's a lot of people who come in in 96 and stay for a long time. Right. For several years. So Yeah. And one of them ends up being arguably the biggest wrestling star ever. But, hey. Who knows? And one of them ends up being nothing more than a big piece of shit. Fat, fat piece of shit. So. That's true. We'll see how. There we go. <laughs> Find out who we're talking about over the course of the next two years. All right, you guys got anything else for this week's episode? No. No. Oh, fuck! I thought he was holding on to something this no, week. No, I, I really tried to think of something funny, and I was like, I don't fucking got nothing. Damn. <laughs> I really was getting hyped up. Like this dude's about to pull who knows what out. All right. Well. Well, what a surprise. All right, well, for Austin Skinner and for Dallas Gridley, I am Bob Colley Jr., and this has been Echo Pod. You gotta hear it.